Well, although this is not the way my introduction to my individual podcast segment was planned to be, but this is the way it is. After last night's presidential debate, after nightmares, after weird dreams, after a rant, after some vibe music from Big Body Cisco's Twitch channel, a nice conversation with a friend Willie, and some encouragement, I've decided to do a pop-up podcast regarding how I feel about last night's political presidential debate. Some of the feelings that I'm having. I'm feeling sadness. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling disillusioned. I'm feeling um, reinvigorated. I feel reminded of the importance to speak up for injustice, to speak up for what is right, to speak up, and to, to speak specifically to certain people. And this podcast is specific to the body of Christ, specific to the church. I'm well aware that there are other people listening, but some of my messaging could be misconstrued as doing the same thing that I'm being critical of Christians doing, which is making the church look bad. But this message is specific to the body, to the church. So why am I feeling what I'm feeling? Trump's stance is divisive and it can't be more clear. He has been who he is since day one. Those of him who probably know him being Trump, those of him who know him prior to his presidential um, election can probably attest uh, a million percent that he's a piece of shit. But the rest of us who didn't know Trump in his raw form are able to see, have been able to see the piece of crap that he is. Oh, okay. So, it has been some of the church, some of the church, the majority of the church, too much of the church. It has been their choice, choice to lock arms with a fundamentally hateful man. Fundamentally hateful man. He has shown his ass time and time and time and time and time again. We act, we, we being the body, we act like we have not been prepared for this moment. Since, for some of us, since we were born and raised in church, for other of us who, since we have read the Bible, 
the story of a wolf in sheep's clothing we have prepared for this moment and now that the moment is here what is our argument what is your argument you know what some of your argument is and all it took for trump was to say he believes in the bible the same man who if you go back and listen to interviews really has no idea what the difference between the old testament and the new testament is when asked on a christian channel what's your favorite bible verse most christians who have had a real encounter with christ can at least tell you you know what this this story sticks out most can at least recite john 3 16 you know forgot to love the world that one he said oh i can't just pick one the whole bible is the best book so the interview dude was trying to like, okay, well, at least, you know, Old Testament, New Testament, like, are you an Old Testament guy, New Testament? No, 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 the whole book. Okay. What else is some of the argument? He is pro-life. Is that all it took for him to say he is pro-life and allow other people to push bills and to push laws and to push pieces of paper in front of him for him to sign without probably understanding the fullness of what he is signing he can say he is pro-life but treat people like shit treat women like shit treat kids like shit is that all it took? Is that all that's required now for someone just to say? Listen, we have critical thinking that as believers we use. We have been taught to use. I believe the Bible even mentions to test the spirit, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. How many times have we seen preachers, heard preachers who preach something, maybe even out of context, or we see something, visited churches are a part of a church, and we hear a certain word and see that the action is opposite. We have been taught to look at the fruit of a tree. What is Trump's fruit love his fruit is rotten 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 to the core he has incited hate he's incited hate even in me because i am seeing his actions and seeing through the words, even the way he says the words, last night he was incapable of denouncing white supremacist groups the same way that he wants to denounce Black Lives Matter, right? He wants to denounce 
the Chinese, right? He wants to denounce so many groups, but he can't even denounce white supremacy. Why is that? Why is that? Because he is part of the problem. The awareness of white supremacy in the foundation of so many things. So many things. Yes, in America. In the foundation. We're talking about the foundation, okay? Yes, we have built on it, right? And in the building of and in the construction of and the building and the, and the materials that are used are different. But the foundation, right? The core. The core. He is part of the core. And I, my, my personal political view, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I think I even voted Green Party once. Even independent. I have no political affiliation. If Invisible was a party, I would be a part of that. Because I understand the deep rootedness. I've understood it for a while. My understanding of what it is now is different than four or five elections ago. But to know what I know now and still choose to lock arms with a fundamentally hateful man because he says he believes in the Bible, because he says he is pro-life, I am having a real problem with the body. But I at least have enough knowledge. No, no, no. I'll even go back one. I at least... have a personal encounter with Christ to reference. I at least have a personal encounter with the Holy Spirit to reference, to go to my grave, to be faced with death if necessary, knowing that Christ is real. I know he's real. And I've often referenced myself as I am more a Peter than a Paul. I am a fusser and a cusser. But in all honesty, Peter denied the Lord. How many times? Bible says three. But in my actions and in my, and in my things, right? And in, uh, you know, the Christian community, since I'm speaking to you guys specifically, and the Christian community would say, you know, oh, well, look at you've done this. You, and yes, I have done that. And the likelihood of me continuing to do some things is a million percent because I'm not perfect. But in all my imperfection, I can still boldly... And if I could have this conversation face to face, I would. But I am still here boldly challenging the body of Christ to realize who it is you are locking arms with. We at least have a foundation. We at least can be able to, to argue scripture if necessary. Which honestly, I have seen the body slap people 
with the Bible so many times. That's 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 not what it's for. That is not what it's for. And even in this instance, right? These quote unquote Christians are throwing Bible verses on their social media like as if that is really supposed to convict somebody's heart. We all know what you're doing. You're slapping people with the Bible. The same Bible that then you want to use to convert people to really show them the love of Christ imagine the new Christians and the new believers who don't even have this foundation do you really think they want to be a part of this shit show that we have aligned ourselves with the likes of Trump who is clearly in support of white supremacy and not because oh my gosh people have said that we all watch hopefully there are some of them some people who didn't even watch because in all honesty the result would still be the same right Trump showing his ass to be who he has been all of these years. But to see that he could not even denounce. He could not even say, right? He could not even say to this group, stop what you're doing. I am asking this of all quote unquote hate groups in his opinion to stop. He couldn't even say the words. He said, stand down and stand by. And then his next words were to defend. Well, somebody has to do. I have decided to do this podcast in the midst of my frustration in the midst of my feelings because I am passionate and although this is potentially going to be the first introduction to a lot of people to my podcast there's a you know there's a lot of parts of me but I am not dismissive of the fact that at this time, during this political environment, during this social environment, during this time of my life, do I have this possible platform to speak my mind? I've been able to see that I have connected, I have maintained, I am able through Christ to really have meaningful relationships with people. To be able to reach a people, speak to a people, connect with a people who are like-minded, who might have questions, and maybe I have a little bit of patience to share with that. But I'm not going to overlook the boldness that the Lord has given me to call out shit when I call it out. And it's been hard to receive when people call my shit out capable I am willing I am are you are you capable of receiving the rebuke 
Are you capable of receiving the perspective of someone else saying, this is what's happening and this is what I believe you are doing? When we have a new believer come into the church, there's a lot of churches. The first thing we want to do is try and like, you know, reprogram that person's mind because all of what they've done prior to Christ has been wrong. So let me show you what is right. I've been through enough shit to know that all of my bad experiences helps create who I am in Christ today. So, this is a call to Christians who might feel the same, even to non-believers who have seen the circus. of religion and are like nah nah no thanks i do not want to be a part of that loony farm over there this is a call to all who are seeking answers and i i recommend that you seek those answers from the holy spirit just say that name holy spirit And really try and listen to see what your answer is. To look for like-minded people who are around you. Who share some of your core values. And not just say the words to some of your core values. But even in their actions are able to show that they believe in those core values that are able to show love as an action, not just a word. That are able to have the boldness to stand up for injustice. And it hasn't been that hard for me, but it might be hard for others as you're starting to see people for who they really are who they have been for a while, who after yesterday's debate have the choice to continue to be or to have their eyes open to what really is going on, which is the core foundation of this man. Choosing to lock arms with the core founded, the ideas of this man. And to understand that walking away from someone doesn't need to be ugly and hateful. It doesn't. It doesn't need to be. I mean, there are some people that I have unfriended and unfollowed and separated from. Some of them I have had a close enough relationship with that I let them know why I'm going. Others, I felt like... At this point in our lives, at this point in our faith, at this point in our walk, at this point in our age, if we are still having the same conversations, then we, at this point, we just can't walk side by side. If we end up in the same place, which I believe to be heaven, thank you, Jesus.
but I would rather walk alongside people whose foundation was really rooted in love than in pride, than in hate, than in white supremacy, than in white supremacy. Yeah, I'm just going to say it because that's the truth. It doesn't need to be ugly to walk away from someone. It doesn't need to be hateful. And in my opinion, I am not being hateful or ugly. I am being honest in understanding the root and articulating what I believe to be the root. And also find people who never lose sight of doing good even when no one is watching right i think a lot of people who have been racist right the only difference trump didn't create any of this i really feel like a lot of his followers have felt this way if not always for a long time right but these are just the conversations and the stuff that was happening inside their houses now they feel bold and free to bring all that shit to the streets and to their jobs and to say you know well what about me what about my white pride and create groups like as if they're oppressed in some way and I don't give a shit if you want to send a link or if you want to show and, and all the poor white people to show how you've been oppressed. We, as minorities, have been oppressed. And there are systems set in place to ensure that that happens. And only recently have we been trying to undo some of those things but to realize that there is such a big percentage of people who won't even acknowledge that this is happening you guys have to see that as a problem some of you body of christ have to see that as a problem and for those of us who do see it as a problem, it's our job to be having these conversations with those around us. In our Bible study groups, in our homes, with our kids, with our men's groups, with our women's groups, with our youth groups, in our pastor, in the pastor seminars, and that should be a telltale sign, is if you bring up these real issues that are happening and you're shut down, if you can't even confidently say the words Black Lives Matter 
and it be received within the group that you're in without a rebuttal of no, all lives matter. If people don't even have the core understanding of what's happening, you should consider your circle. And remember my words, that understanding that walking away from someone doesn't need to be ugly, it doesn't need to be hateful. But it is imperative that you start to look and seek out, one, the Holy Spirit, and two, like-minded people. And even in these groups, right, that might have a similar view, even in them, you have to make sure that the foundation is true. I believe that there are more people who think and feel like me. I know I'm not an anomaly. I know. I mean, I feel rare at times. <laughs> I know I'm unique, that's for sure. But my foundation and my core is good. So, thank you for um, those who have encouraged me today, whether you know it or not. Thanks again, Willie. Thanks again, um, Danny. Um, thank you again, Big Body Cisco on Twitch for helping just kind of like give that musical healing. If you guys haven't checked it out, you should. And I plan on sharing more about me. I do know that the reason I've been successful in relationships is because I've taken the time to develop rapport, develop connection, develop trust. And that's my hope with this podcast. So if today's podcast has turned you off in any way, and you're really not interested in hearing anything else I have to say. I will take this moment to say thanks for coming. <sighs> Fundamentally, we probably wouldn't have meshed anyway. And I am choosing to walk away without ugliness, without hate. And maybe, just maybe, I'll see you on the flip side. <laughs>